I think we're now live. It says so. Really? Yeah. Play the intro. I think that's what we should do. Or don't play the intro. Boom! <laughs> Except it's not that. There you go. There you go. Look at that! <laughs> oh, transition. That's that's fine. And then transition out. Boom! Welcome back, everybody, to another episode. My name's Emery Wolf. Joining me is... Nick Lamb. And this is Just Two Camera Guys, our first little jump into a live video. So hopefully this is live right now. And then... Should or we check? I don't know how to check. That's I don't know problem. how to check either. Um, I'm, I'm like touring. I'm logged in, but I'm not like seeing it. It's weird. I don't know. I think it is live. There it says it. Just Two Camera Guys oh, yeah, live. live. Live now, too. When If I, I click on it... it. Oh, now I just messed it up because I'm getting feedback and stuff but it's there this nice. is great live okay live at the gardens um i'm gonna shut that down so then now we miss all comments <laughs> yeah from no. zero um nick it's been a busy month we haven't been out this is actually our first <sighs> episode since the new year's um we have another episode coming out that's ready that yeah. i also say that in so just disregard that okay it sounds but, good um Anyways, your video um, about how to set up for a live stream, lighting and camera and audio. Absolutely. That's pro star here. In this <laughs> day and age, this is how it's done. You use your iMac <laughs> and just roll. Uh, um, sounds good. So yeah, coming back from the holidays, Nick, what have you been up to? Why have you been so busy? And why Oh my. It's it's great actually. So I was working on um like corporate uh corporate awards show. So it's kind of fun. So building all of the like people get nominated for awards. And so I build like the nominees into a video, the winner, make a little video for the winner or slideshow, depending on how the awards rank and stuff. Were you so, running stuff live? Yeah. So we it was at TCU in Saskatoon. And it was really cool. They got a great crew there where it's like they had a really good lighting guy had a bunch of moving lights and then they have uh, like a literal stage director who kind of helps oversee the whole show sound guy. Um, and then like the crew, um, like the internal crew that works for the the company that I was setting it up with. And then me, yeah, it was great. It was really fun. Nice. Nice. Um, so my next question for you then, I was going to ask you something else, but what I'm kind of curious then is, is like you were doing some live switching and stuff as well, right? Well, so basically um, if you think of it more of, uh, so there's a video content and then an MC on the stage. So we were basically playing off of each other. So like we would play a piece of content right. and then somebody else would be like, and the winner is... So Boom. Got and then we'd have canned stuff of like the nominees for this category are this. And then you'd explain the category and yeah. then somebody live would be like, and the winner is, and then you'd switch to the next slide kind of along with, with like, them. Like you would a live event. Yeah. Yeah. But there was no cameras to cut to just yeah, but, I mean, you're screen still content. And then in like, like for an example, Nick Lamb's on this side of the screen or this side, whichever I can't figure yeah. out. I'm on this side. Yeah, we haven't seen a single cut. Boom. <laughs> there we go. That's a little bit better. Um, moving ahead, Nick. 
Uh, yeah, how have you days. been? I've been good. I've been busy too. Um, someone was supposed to edit. Oh yeah. One of just two camera guys. So that got given to someone else. Not going to hmm. make games. That could have been anybody really. It really could have been anybody, right? There's a lot of guys to pick from. Um, a lot of. Then we, so we shot a couple episodes, edited a couple episodes. I've gone out and done a photo trip. Um, and we also. Did you had, document it video wise or just photos? just photos it's too difficult for that for me like i don't have the time or patience what i do is long enough already uh, mm -hmm. cranking out the tripod setting every leg out and doing everything it just takes time um and yeah and then the other thing too uh the regina pats had a game where tsn came out and we oh were, yeah so. how was you you working on the crew how'd that go on tsn crew uh, it was good i I watched the video after we were clearly like a B crew. Like we weren't as good as, you know, oh, like don't say that. juniors are going or whatever. Um, but I mean, other than that, it was fine. I think, I think myself and everybody else actually did a pretty decent job. Uh, so, I mean, happy with that. Yeah. yeah. To you the guys, I made one, one sort of like bad mistake that like was kind of, kind of not my mistake, but nah, whatever. It's over. It's done. Oh, with. that's cool. That's exciting. Yeah, with Bedard here, it would be nice uh, if they come back some more and I can do more of those games because Get it's, some more much, gigs with them. Yeah, it's a much nicer paycheck. <laughs> Emery's mud money went way up this year. Did it? Oh, uh, good. Month, I should say. Um, yeah, the next thing, Nick, uh, that we kind of need to unravel, we teased the idea of a meetup and it yeah. was going to be January 15th and then we never did it. Oh, um, yeah. I'm not going to point fingers that. again, but it was that me again? Someone else. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, are, are we going to do the meetup finally? Do you think? I think we should start that. Yeah. Um, especially now, restrictions seem to be getting lifted. It seems like a really good time. Just start yeah. it up and go for it. We're already halfway through February, so I'm guessing it's not going to happen until March or something just by the time we pull our act together. But uh, if people uh, stay aware of that, we'll post something. We'll plan yeah. something. We'll do something. We'll you know what? I was thinking the first one be kind of like a bring your own gear kind of event. Although they were just asking everything to get stolen. But um, bring... Uh, Bring a camera body and a lens or something like that. that bring you bring your, your go-to setup. Your, your one shelf of shame item you want to display. Or your shelf of shame item. That might be funny. You're just yeah. trying to sell your stuff. <laughs> yeah. uh, actually, speaking of selling stuff, Nick, I want to jump into another topic here. Um, what has come out is the Canon R5C which mm -hmm. I think is the perfect camera for you. It allows you to still work within the Canon cinema system, even though I think you should be working off a phone. Yeah. Um, and there's enough other things that you could pack into it that would, that would still give you, you, you know, your microphone and all this other stuff. Is it perfect? I, no, but it would be half the weight. I like the microphone up. So the, the five, what is it? The, r5c is that what it's called yeah so they basically took the r5 they added a fan <laughs> but although i heard 
is it the the R five did have some overheating problems, didn't it? But it's uh, R three that fixed the overheating problem. That's that's one of my pet peeves, Nick. Uh, overheating. I think all of that stuff's just like a joke. People act like Sony don't overheat, and they do just as bad. I've used them; they do it. But for some reason, we only complain about Canon. So to me, it wasn't a thing. Um, and again, too, like if you're shooting 4K for an hour or something, should mm -hmm. a little little box overheat? Yeah, it should. It's a lot going through it. Like, um, well, so yeah, they put a little fan on his and that fan makes it so his never overheats yeah. just like a little one of those little tiny usb kind of fans it doesn't really make any noise and that solved his overheating problem yeah or like you know i think too you're missing out on the big aspect i could even care less about the fan what i think is big about that camera is having that switch and going straight into cinema video mode as opposed to like a mocked up camera mode well my camera right now when i turn it on it goes into cinema camera mode well if you have that switch over when you turn yours on it the r5c it would do the same thing yeah i guess the only downside is mine doesn't have a stills mode so it's basically it's the same kind of camera but without the stills mode i, I don't um, think the stills mode's a game changer for you uh, the one okay so there's a lot of pluses like the image quality the 8k raw the i do like the stills idea because then i can get rid of my one dc i can go down to one body because i don't need two bodies anymore i don't shoot two body stuff i just do a second take from a different angle if i want it and the nice thing about that is it's smaller lighter like there's a lot of pluses the negatives though no built-in nds uh yeah but i mean you could if you still like for an example you have your ef lenses you could slap on your ef adapter with the nd in it and roll it or like why not just a front nd yeah you already have uh, those you're trying to get rid of those too yeah i know i'm trying to sell them there goes 100 bucks <laughs> well maybe they're worth keeping actually there's like, probably a market like for them now yeah, I feel like for all of its problems, there's actually solutions, right? You talked about the Tascam thing for audio. Um, I actually, I found these little ceremonic things that I was trying to tell you to buy that would like plug into your phone straight directly. I think one of those are pretty good or like everybody's using the road goes right now as well, which would probably be enough for you guys. Yeah, although when I do uh, more corporate style shoot, I do like having my boom mic. Because it just sounds better than the lab mics. That's fair. Uh, but don't you have a uh, recorder? I, You get spoiled, though. Once you record to the camera, you don't want to mess around with that stuff anymore. So I would want to get that, <laughs> that adapter. So That's great. That's good stuff. It's 100%. I hate the idea of like trying to sync sound. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. That's why I want to start doing these lives. Because we just have to do it once. Yeah, and, and then, I, I don't have to spend four hours after cutting up. Yeah. And you really, like, for the first live, I have to admit, you really stepped up your game. You got the good microphone out, <laughs> good camera oh, out. Pull, pulling out lighting. The, the school of Nick Lamb. <laughs> what did I call it? I literally did call it uh, the 39 subscriber special. <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing, Nick, I want to touch on here is 
it's an off comment. I haven't actually talked to you about mm-hmm. this, but you sent me a text. Uh, we were going back and forth with like ideas for the show or whatever. Yeah. And you said like it's not getting your emails anymore. Yeah. Cause you blocked me. Um, you sent a text saying we really are turning into a podcast. What do you mean by that? Um, oh, nice I think cut, that nice we're, cut. <laughs> you know, this is where if I had it set up, um, uh, our, we... so basically what I was, what I was saying there was, <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about it. We're turning into more of a podcast. What does that mean? Um, I think I, how I would like to evolve the show is to kind of go a little bit more from we're talking just camera stuff to opening uh, opening up our interview options to other people mm-hmm. and tie it back into camera somehow but um i don't think we need to focus a hundred percent on camera stuff and, but that being said i would also like to have some specific bits that are a lot more camera heavy yeah like the PSA idea where we watch the top we try, watch the top three or top five ranking like we basically take the top ten ranking when you type in Canon R5C reviews and we take you take five and I take five and then we discuss it for ten minutes like very hyper focused camera stuff like five minutes tops Nick you discuss it for ten <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> uh, good stuff um i agree like and, and we are kind of like straying that so like the next episode that's going to come out we're uh interviewing kent de young uh who's a travel blogger essentially right but the mm-hmm. whole camera process is part of that and you know the first honestly like 25 minutes of the interview is is more about the blogging thing what he's actually doing and all this stuff and then the last like 10 minutes is actually camera stuff like what's he actually using uh one thing actually caught me off guard with what he was using which i didn't surprise but it shouldn't surprise me he was using a nifty 50 for everything and i'm just like that's oh cool. yeah i'm like that's not wide enough in my mind but uh you know what i'm a princess he knows what he's doing interesting yeah. so he's vlogging on a 50 yeah i'm not 100 percent sure but that's kind of what it sounded like which is pretty crazy right like because most guys are probably using like a 16 or something and it's a nifty 50 so like no autofocus or does it have autofocus uh, i assume it's the one with autofocus that little plastic black thing yeah it's it's a cheap cheap lens right uh but i mean it's not like he's getting paid a whole pile to do his blog he's basically doing that out of his own pocket so you know you got to make cuts where you can mm-hmm. um jumping on Again here, Nick. So another thing that I want to address with you. Yeah. And this is really your world of stuff. Short videos. Um, yeah. I was watching some stuff and it made me kind of think about like, where are we going to be in 10 years? Are short videos going to exist anymore? Um, I'm so proud of myself for putting, <laughs> for putting that up. It's nice and slick, eh? um 
So, and basically like the, the example I kind of seen, and I believe this came from Mark Mason. Uh, he would sends out like this weekly email thing. And uh, he's talking about institutions and trust. Um, but he also made, I think it's from this one where he made a comment about how like Twitter basically destroyed blogs. So we've gone now we've already established like with Kenton, he's still doing the blog. He's having some success with it. There's a bunch mm -hmm. of other people in Saskatchewan having success with it, but does this long form sort of video thing we're doing now, does this eventually go with the times? Not at all. I don't see how it could like it's because it goes, it's going to go in waves. It always does. So it'll go in a cycle and then suddenly. Do you remember? So it was short, 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 short. Rick, do you remember when videos were, this was like five or 10 years ago when people were saying you can't get a video, like you have to keep it short. It has to be short, 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 short. And people were wanting their videos kind of like it is now 30 seconds or under. And then all of a sudden YouTube kind of realized, wait a second, if we can keep somebody there for 20, 30, 40, 50 minutes at a time, why not? We can put advertising in and kind of make more money off of advertising that way. And then it switched to longer forms. And now like it's going back to short forms, but it'll go back to long. It always does. Um. I have mixed feelings about that. I feel like before short was popular because that was like a tech restriction, you know, uploading gigabytes worth of video wasn't something that they had, you know, you didn't have these massive warehouses of servers from Amazon or Google. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm going to agree with you too. I don't think the long form ever disappears. Um, the one thing I was watching too was sort of talking about how like the, the long form is where the money is going to be. Mm -hmm. um, that makes point, sense. Point in case, like with Leroy and Leroy on your 15 second videos, how much money do you make? And then where have you made your money? Um, well, really it's through advertising is how we make money. Yeah. Yeah. But you did like those three minute long tourism videos, right? Um, well, so if you're talking strictly on the platforms, our YouTube revenue is so low that it doesn't really even pay for the gas to get right. out to places. So it's something like, um, it's better than nothing, but we would in a month, we would make more money off of our book than we do from YouTube. We'd make so more money selling by her. selling a shirt than on YouTube. Like right now, YouTube, the actual money from the platforms is in, it's just not even doesn't factor into the equation. Yeah. yeah. Um, the one other wrench I would throw into this, I seen another list this week. I was trying to Google it here to see if I could share it, but I, I don't know where it is, but I, I think there's even like a Wikipedia thing that is the list of Google products that they have gotten rid of. And there's like a hundred of them. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, like there is a lot. Um, you know what? Let's see if I can actually share my screen on this thing. No, oh, I got to do some stuff. Anyways, there's a lot. Uh, like the Wikipedia list is super long if you look at it. Um, and Here, I wonder if I can give you... I'll just send you a chat. You can link it and see. Okay. Anyways. Um, 
Anyways, it's super long. And does there come a time where like YouTube's just not generating enough and, and Google actually discontinues it? Um, so where's this, where does it say the discontinued ones? I, I sent in the chat, I sent you a link. Oh, okay, there we go. But like, do you want me to go through it? Like there's Google, uh, the old Google search in, engine, Google alerts. Oh wait, no, these aren't discontinued ones. These are lists of actual Google product, products. Ignore me. <laughs> Anyways, there's literally like a hundred products that they have discontinued throughout the years. And like okay. I said, the question still stands. Do they eventually discontinue YouTube? Because maybe short videos take over and there's just not enough viewership in the long form anymore. Well, like theoretic, that's a very theoretical it depends on how long you're going for. Like, yes, they might discontinue YouTube just before the oceans evaporate and we're all headed to Mars. Like, that's a theoretical possibility, but I I don't see it happening because um, right now... So, are you on TikTok at all? No. Okay. Uh, I'll try to paint the picture right now youtube you'll kind of go on it typically me anyway i'll go on it to learn something like how do i do this how do i do that how does premiere do this and then there's some vloggers and stuff that i'll watch for entertainment is that similar to your experience on is this on tiktok or on youtube on youtube okay yeah yeah um on tiktok on my feed a lot of it is learning stuff that i didn't know that i wanted to learn like. so it's a lot of like hey when you're building a when you're framing a house you put this little plate on it behind your pipe so when you're screwing through your drywall if you you won't screw into a pipe or something like that like weird stuff like that yeah so like um, but i'm not i'm not searching for it it just shows up like it just gives you what it wants to the, the wording that they use is TikTok gives you what you want to see, but you don't know. And like YouTube, you search like what you're wanting to do. But TikTok, it's stuff that you, you wanted to see, but you never even knew it kind of thing. Um, one thing before I ask you another question, I sent you another list. There's literally a hundred things that they have stopped. Things like Picnic, Cloud Connect, Google Listen, Google Refine, Google Postini. Have you heard of any of these things? Needlebase, Mebo, <laughs> Google, like this. It's just tons of them, right? But so video, that... unless something better than video, like I don't know. So there's, actually I met I met a guy in Saskatoon that was doing the voiceover for the show. He's on Metaverse. Have you, have you ever joined, been on Metaverse at all? I haven't. But this guy's a DJ and he goes on Metaverse and DJs in clubs that are virtual. Like, so he'll get invited to DJ in different clubs and he shows up with as I'm, I've never seen it or been a part of it. I'm just trying to go by what he was explaining to me. So, I can so maybe that. if that took over. Yeah, I don't know. But so like maybe if something like that took over. Yeah, there's a virtual world down the road that i can't picture in my mind yet but i don't i just don't see it 
I, I think there would be an uproar if like they got rid of YouTube because there's so much history there. Like when you think of like all of our written history for the last X amount of thousands of years in human history versus what's actually on YouTube, I bet YouTube contains more. Oh, that's actually a really, really interesting uh, um, discussion there. If yeah, like it's it's almost like a, uh, I'm not too sure what you call that, but it's like a social matter essentially. Like people should be concerned about that because of that reason, right? And and at some point in time, if Google decides to do it, like we need the means to say like, no, you can't. This is our history. Yeah, or a chance to save it all. Yeah. Um, Have you ever been on the Wayback Machine? What? It's like the just Google Wayback Machine. <laughs> It'll die. take you to. So remember eBay in like 1996? Oh, and it's all the all the websites, right? And it takes you back to the websites how they looked yeah. 10, 20 years ago. It's fascinating. Yeah. I have seen that. Um, Nick, talking about this YouTube thing and shorts and all that, um, I think that sort of blends into another question, which is going to see arbit seem arbitrary, but I think it's very similar. And that question is simply, is just two camera guys evil? Is um, just two camera guys evil? Like, are you talking about the name? Is that your question there? Uh, no, this is like a worldly thing. Like when you, again, like looking at, like basically we're at, we are controlled by YouTube. Like we have to basically comply to their rules. We have to comply to all their stuff. And when you don't, you wind up having issues like Joe Rogan with Spotify. Spotify is also something we do and use. Uh, Anchor FM is how we send out the podcast. Yeah. Anchor is a Spotify product. Uh, it goes out to Spotify and a bunch of other ones. It all gets done for us for free, which is pretty fantastic in my mind. But does that inherently make us evil because we're working for the man? Oh, okay, so you're using yeah, you're using a very generic evil term. Yeah. So you're okay. basically saying, are we selling out? Is that kind of the question? No, like are are we evil because we're still on Spotify even after all? This oh, because we're still on Spotify. Um. And oh and boy. when does it when does it happen to YouTube? And when are we evil for being on YouTube? Um. Well. So I don't know, like there's some other parts to everything that I'm unaware of, but I thought that Neil Young used that as a opportunity to announce his Amazon release. Did he not? I thought it was like a way of making a big deal that he was going to be, I thought it was just a marketing ploy, but maybe I'm, maybe I'm naive to the actual social. I, uh, I just thought it was, but I, I don't know. You know, I, I think like, yes, and no, I think Neil Young does believe in what he was saying and wanted to do that. And yes, I think it was probably a marketing ploy and he probably profited from it. Does that make Neil Young evil? Um, um, but, but I don't know. Like, so. But Joe so Rogan, many... Rogan's like if, gone if... through a lot with this, Nick, right? Like they took off like 70 of his uh Spotify stuff already, 70 different episodes. And, you know, he's apologized to people. He sounds pretty sincere in my mind. He does. I saw his apology. Like, he sounds, I don't know. He sounds so likable in his apologies. Um, 
It really does. But I don't know. Like, this is kind of the problem with me. Is that it? Kind of, like this will this will annoy you. This answer will annoy you. It annoys half the people that I talk to on a regular basis. But if Neil Young was actually felt like he needed to do that, I respect him for doing that. For like following what they believe they should follow. But I I don't know. I just feel like I can kind of see both sides of it and understand both the responses to a certain degree. And I'm not upset with any of them for doing it. Like, I don't know. That probably I, makes me bad. Yeah, maybe that does make us evil. I don't know. I Man, like, and that's like part of the moral problem. And like, I don't think it makes either one of them bad. I think there is an understanding and forgiveness problem in this world. And mm. that's like one of the things, like we are coming out of a pandemic and I've never seen people have been bigger assholes to each other. Like, it's mind boggling. It's like, you guys, we should be, like, celebrating this, not yeah. not trying to create weird lists <laughs> on Twitter and all these columns. You didn't wear a mask. You wore a mask. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> like, why are we mad? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know why we're so mad. I'm not yeah. sure. It's yeah. hard to... Um, <laughs> but well this is the hardest part is when you say that and it's like i don't know why everybody's so mad but then the from being honest and i look at my own life uh, i'm probably more guilty than the next person like for example um uh, this is a couple weeks ago. I was at Walmart and the person was like, hey, you can't take that basket outside. And like, I, I responded like a jerk to them, right? He's like, what do you mean I can't take the basket outside? It's like, no, the basket has to stay inside. And like, so then I put it in a cart and they're like, no, you can't take the cart with the basket. And I'm like, oh, okay. so I <laughs> and, but it's like, yeah, like, I don't know. Maybe we're just all on edge right now. I'm not sure. And honestly, Nick, I, I think you're right. Like we all do that stuff. Um, when we were texting back and forth, you sent me this uh, one quote that I, I absolutely love for it. And I think it is really what we need to start doing as a society instead of pointing the finger at everybody saying, you, Nick, you're bad, you're evil, you're terrible because you're on YouTube and you're on Spotify <laughs> and you told that guy at Walmart, like, you're a horrible person. But instead, it's like, you can take your time to look at yourself and become a better person. And I should be worried about my time to look at myself and become a better person, but that's not how we're dealing with things. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're, I think you're, I, I that's the I hardest think... perspective to take though. Cause it's really, it's it was really hard for me to even say that here of going, man. Um, like I, I did not make that person's day better, yeah. but I could have, I yeah. could have said, Oh, no worries man, how are things going while I'm unpacking my grocery? Like, you know, like, oh, man, like, yeah. uh, you know, like I could have made a conversation with them and actually improved their day. 
Yeah. You know, and like going back to the question, does that make you inherently evil? Is Joe Rogan evil and is Spotify evil for supporting him? At the end of the day, like, I just feel like the answer is no. People have some questions they have to ask themselves. And like, you don't have to listen to Joe Rogan. You, you really don't have to believe what he says either. Like that's, you get that option in a free country or a free society. Uh, but that's not the way we are treating it. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg got in some trouble as well for uh, saying some stuff she maybe shouldn't have. But like, again, she apologized. Like, should we be canceling her? Why? Like if we end up canceling everybody who's ever done some wrong, we will run out of things to cancel because <laughs> everybody will be canceled. And if that doesn't happen over the long run, Nick, the whole idea of cancel culture is uh, hypocritical because everybody's the, done some bad. So actually I didn't, I didn't, uh, I did see a headline of the Whoopi Goldberg thing, but I didn't follow it up. But, so she did apologize. I don't even know what she did, but I always thought, I don't know, maybe that's just how I was raised, but it's like, ah, you, if you actually mean your apology and you can change and move forward and improve, I just thought that was a point, but yeah, maybe not. I, I'm going to agree with you. I think your line, look at yourself and become a better person is what Rogan and Whoopi are doing right now. And that's what we need. And we also need people. We need an openness about having conversations like we're having, except conversations that are way more difficult to have. Um, and we're just not doing that because we're pointing the finger, telling them who's to blame and everybody's wrong and everybody's evil. And that's, I don't think that's a society I really want to be a part of, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true. Oh, hey, we had our first comment. It was spam. That's what? sweet. Yeah. Should we put it up? <laughs> I don't know what it is. Show our first gonna say something fantastic. bad. Well, it's just, it just says bum today. I don't know. <laughs> Put it up. It's not going to do anything bad. All right. It's on. <laughs> Thank you, Moroza. Moroza. <laughs> it's a great name. I wish I could pronounce it better. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. That's... <laughs> Nick, I've got two more. Things I want to talk to you about. Okay. One of which we kind of talked about the PSAs before. Uh, you sent me a bunch of videos to watch. And this Sorry, I did not answer you. your question. The previous one. Um, I I don't have an answer. I don't know what the answer is. Look at yourself and be better. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Going back to the PSAs, you sent me these videos to watch, and I've been complaining to you about this for a while, and. I want to jump into it a little bit more. So you, you sent me a video by Gerald Undone, mm -hmm. a popular YouTuber. I like Gerald Undone. He's uh, honestly, his video was fine. It was not my favorite out of the bunch, but either way, what peeved me was that I had to watch two commercials before it even started. And then I think there was like two or three within it because of the time links. I'm just like, yeah why are we putting up with this as consumers like that's such that's such hogwash this is going back to like whether youtube's evil or not right like and i feel youtube isn't inherently evil but when we're using it to make money like that you get people doing these things like this is how gerald and gets paid i understand yeah. that but at the same time as a consumer i just like i don't want to watch another one of his videos if i'm going to go through that again 
Well, here's the thing. And now Gerald Undone's so detailed that I don't think this happened to him because he he's so detailed that I don't think this is happening. But for example, when you monetize a video on YouTube, you click monetize, right? And guess what's auto-checked? Everything. Pre, yeah. post, during, whatever. And so if your video's over... I can't remember. I think it's over... It's over three minutes or five minutes or ten minutes. Whatever the number is. If it's over a certain amount of time, you can do a mid-roll. Yeah. So then you click mid-roll. Yeah, I'll do a mid-roll. So I did a mid-roll for one of our videos. Not the Just You Camera Guys one. <laughs> we can't monetize. But um, I click the mid-roll. Yeah, we'll do that. Make some money off of that. And hit save. And then I just watched it back like you did. And it played so many mid-roll videos. I was like, what is going on? There's an advertisement every three minutes. So you have to go in and sh you can actually say, all right, we want an ad at the five-minute mark. And that's it. And so that's what I did. I went in and I was like, okay, we'll do an ad right after this bit that we just did. And then it'll play the rest of the video. Yeah. So Gerald Undone, there's a chance he might've just clicked play mid-roll video and not realize that he's got that many ads in it. That is possible. Do you remember when YouTube had zero ads? No. Man, it was beautiful. That, that... was the peak of YouTube. I would like to get back to there. It's kind of like TikTok. So on TikTok, you can scroll right past the sponsored thing. Like, boom, like second, not even. Okay. But that's why their retention is so high. Yeah. The other the other one that we get a lot uh, subjected to with these camera, camera shows, and I'm going to pick on someone in specific. You can tell me who you think it is. But... Uh, I know who it is because I, I had one of his videos in the list that I sent Just out. You had one, and I had video, one. We're going to talk about today's sponsor, StreamYard, who we're using for free, and they are a fantastic group of people. Uh, later on, we'll have a little more talk about our other video sponsor, but before that, you should maybe pick up Pack 3. <laughs> yeah. And then they'll spend 20 minutes like editing a photo. I'm like, oh, let's see how Skittles looks on that. Oh, that's fantastic. You know, that's in Fro Pack 3. You can pick yeah. that up. Like, just like, God, enough. I'm sick of it. You know? I know. I like, know. Way too much ads. His like, is excessive. His is so excessive. Yeah. Yeah. Does there come a time, like, we talked about shorts maybe ruining um, YouTube? You think there's a time where ads ruin YouTube? Well, like, that's, that's like, super interesting. I feel like we're already there, but oh, I'm wondering you know what if like, people just stop using it because there's so many ads. But you know what we'll do? And I can't believe this hasn't been done yet, Amory. PVR yeah. for YouTube, where you can skip ahead. You click the video you want to watch. It records it. That's entire, that's what YouTube is. No, but, <laughs> but you can actually skip it. So it's the software Just that fine. it watches the, it would have to watch the whole video, but well, it they, records it. Well, YouTube does that skip ad thing, right? Just you have but to. But you have to wait the five seconds. Yeah. We don't have time for that. 
Yeah, I just want to. So this is a thing where you just click through the day before. You'd have to do some pre-planning of going. The software would be like, all right, I'm going to watch this video, this video, this video, this video, and this video. Yeah. And then the software will record all of those videos. And then you go back to it. It's just like a little app or whatever on the side of your browser. You click it. And then as soon as the ad comes up, it can auto detect the cut and it'll just skip past it. Yeah, but I mean, how do you do that on YouTube's network? You know? Well, somebody will figure it out. Well, YouTube will have to figure it out. And I'm not sure they want to do that. <laughs> well, no, but somebody could. So this is how you could do it. So the software would just go in and it would just screen record all your stuff with the audio. This could be done. You could just, you'd have to leave your computer on while you're sleeping or whatever. And it would do it. Or you just say the videos you want to watch. This would be illegal, but it would do it off site. They'd already have it recorded and they'd just send it to you. This is like PBR because PBR did that for TV where you could just skip ahead of the commercials. Yeah. Um, the, uh, yeah. The other thing with that too, though, is like, so take for an example, us who were working on YouTube, uh, would it be nice for us to get some ad revenue from them? Probably it'd be nice to be paid, but will we ever get there? I don't know. And what we're advocating for right now is not for us to get paid. <laughs> yeah. It's so tricky, though, because when you look at it as a consumer, you're like, yeah, that'd be great. But when you look at it as a creator, that sucks. Um... Yeah. Uh, YouTube, too, in my mind, is basically slave labor. I'm going to use this as an example. But um, so our our work, YouTube, has enough followers or whatever. We can't actually monetize it, but we have enough videos, have enough things that do you know what comes up when I hit play on our videos? What's that? Advertisements. Do you know who gets paid for them? Not us. So do you guys have enough subscribers? I don't think we have enough to get paid, and that's why we don't. But why are they playing videos? Why are they playing ads on our videos? Like that's um, that, that's like the definition of slave labor, not paying. No, it's not. Oh, no. Now you're canceled because you're compared. This is what happens. <laughs> Oh my well, why aren't they paying us? Believe I'm part of this conversation. Why aren't um, they paying <laughs> this company, right? Um, so to play devil's advocate, I guarantee you agreed to that when you signed up for YouTube and your terms of condition. I probably had no choice. Exactly. So is YouTube? Well, you do have a choice. You could have put them on Vimeo, or I'm sure, or uh, same thing. Um. What's another site? There's probably one out there somewhere. I don't know what it is. The point is, is YouTube's making money off of our backs and mm -hmm. we're not making anything off of that. Mm -hmm. we, we complain about kids making shoes for Nike and that's a problem. How is this not a problem? Well, because we're not kids and we're not making shoes. And we're not making money. But we're not kids. We're not making shoes. So our, our choice is just not to do it then. Yeah. That doesn't really seem like much of a choice. There's a way to get there, though. So the um, Peter McKinnon had an argument for it, where he would basically said, before he got to 1,000 subscribers, he was just learning how to do it. And then once he hit 1,000... He kind of figured it out already. Yeah. Um, 
speaking of that, Nick, we're just trying to figure this out before we hit our 40th subscriber. Um, <laughs> the 39 subscriber special. Yeah, we're sitting at 39. We've just been waiting on that one. We're looking for another number 40. Nick, you wanted to do something special. Uh, I didn't really understand your text. It sounded like you wanted to go sleep in a tent for some reason. Oh. Um, yeah, well, the so... There was that famous, well, I shouldn't say famous. You hadn't heard about it, but it was a pretty viral video at the time where the, the kid did his 70th subscriber special overnight camp out. Um, but now, do you see his numbers? He's at like half a million subscribers. The kid's crushing it. And he's probably getting paid now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, what do, what do you want to do then to celebrate our 40th? What, Maybe what? we do the meetup. Let's do that. Oh boy, I feel like we might have to do that sooner rather than later. Yeah. What I'm scared about is like literally tomorrow someone can subscribe and we're too late. Well, this would be, we'd plan it. So we'd start planning once the subscriber hits. Do, do we work up to maybe the 53rd subscriber then? The 53rd subscribers? Well, yeah, I say we plan the meetup and if we just, we can revolve it around whatever the number's at at the time. Cool. Um, Nick, I think that's everything for today. We can basically end this thing. It's a good time. Too, okay, hold on though. Once it's yeah. once it's over, I got a little something special here. So let's. You, uh... you got a little something. You always have a little something special. What's your What's your tidbit of information to leave? Oh us no! With? Well, I was gonna just play the thing, but should we do? Do you have time? Do you want to do a shelf of shame, or are we? Uh... Oh man, I didn't even think of that. Um. Um. I just got to look at my shelf. And it kind of yeah. tells me what's on the shelf. You should have done a shelf of shame, and I never even thought about it. Do you have? You know what's like really my shelf of shame now? Actually, I'm gonna get it because it, it's actually almost embarrassing. It's getting to that point. All right. This is and this is just quality entertainment here when you're kicking your computer <laughs> around, leaving me on my own to just discuss nothing. Yeah. Next this next is... thing you know, I'm gonna put a pitch in for Fro Pack Three. <laughs> yeah. This is actually quickly becoming my shelf of shame. Just because you don't use it? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's a 1DC, right? It's a 1DC. Let's see. Will it fo oh, it won't focus when my head's in the way. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, kind of becoming my shelf of shame. Yeah, I was kind of talking about you getting rid of your uh, cameras before, but I never ever said it, but Matt Howard will buy them. He'd buy this piece of junk? Well, no, I think you'd be more interested in your C200 when you bought an R. Well, yeah, that's because that thing's not a piece of junk. Well. <laughs> um, He's got the C100 now, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're not even in the same league, though, the C100 and the C200. Yeah. Nick, I'm trying to, I got like nothing around me that would be my shelf of shame. I only have like shelf of pride. Shelf of pride. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what? One of my, it's shameful, but I like these little boxes. And, the little uh, apple box? Yeah. Inside of it's where I keep all my Sharpies. Oh, nice. And I've, I've always kept these apple boxes. So this is from like 2004 when they sent you out programs in this giant box. This was either Final Cut Pro yeah. or Logic. Yeah. And then now you're writing Apple letters saying that you're 
computer doesn't come with a CD-ROM to load all your software. That's garbage. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay, so here's the deal for next time. You get your camera and mic going, and then we go to YouTube and Facebook. Okay. In my defense, it took you like eight videos before you got your camera and mic going. Yeah. (laughs) How's that a defense? You've had yours going for like 20-some videos already. And if people watched our our NFT episode with Paul, you didn't even have your mic going then. Oh, it's so bad. I well, nobody told me. <laughs> After the video was done, you were I like, kinda, "Hey, I your audio figured, sounds bad." Yeah, I kind of figured it sounded shabby, but I just like, ah, oh, whatever. We're in the show. We got to roll. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nick, uh, let's mm-hmm. sign off. What is? What what is your your wonderful glorious ending piece of advice to uh, okay well there's okay I got I do have one good piece of advice for um, camera people and I know this goes without saying but double check your batteries every time always charge your batteries oh so just hit remove. Hold on. This is so You bad. want to remove us and end the stream. I want to do this. <laughs> so bad. Have a good night. Yeah, everybody.